just like that. You know what time it is? It's Tuesday. Or whenever the hell you listening. Let's go. You vibing out there right now? We are too. Come on, go to YouTube. Check it out. I looked at you. You stole my heart. You are all that I anticipated. Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This nigga literally is about I feel 60 like years old. I feel probably. like I was born in the wrong decade for sure. I'm gonna tell you why I played this song in a minute, but this is She and I. I am your host, B Love. And like always, I am joined here today by my esteemed host, very special India Marie. It's free. I tried something new. I didn't like it. Once I, I got want there. That. I don't need you to say my name. India Marie, I said it already. I'm, but I'm saying, oh. I don't need you to do that. Very so go special back. host with me, India Marie. There we go. Oh, I tried something and I failed. This is the husband and wife duo you didn't know you'd need, but you got us and we are here to stay. The best thing that happened on a Tuesday, well, damn it, since Monday. I almost missed everything you're playing. You did, playing. You, but because I, you play too much. I recover. I play all the time. But We're I recover. Aware. We're so real aware. quick, I played this song because obviously 80s music's coming back in style. The Weeknd album is mid. Maybe it'll grow on me if I listen to everything, it some more. Everything, though, from the 80s. Like, even, well... I was gonna say hair. I feel like more so seventies with the hair, Everybody but it's also some mullets that are coming back too. Let me tell you something right now. Straight mullets are coming back. Okay, I feel what and you're like saying. And like the big, like the big curly hair is back. Oh, I love, I love a big curl now. Um, <laughs> I love a big. Me, me, I'm a sucker for a big curl. A big one. Yeah, I'm not gonna say no know, names. Seventies and eighties <laughs> hair is definitely like a vibe right now. But let me tell you something. Straight up. If you come in the house with a mullet, turn around. I might. Divorce. I might. Hit the I door. really feel like I could do whatever I want to my hair. I really feel unwell. Okay. Mm. All right. You, you can't Because I've had some hair moments, but they weren't created by me. They were Let's other people about that missed my hair. Fast. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wasn't me. Stop the it was other press. People. Stop. Hold the hell up. I love this podcast because when I come on here, Certain things I get to talk about with you guys and with my wife that I normally wouldn't be able to talk about without her getting upset with me. And then sometimes she brings up things that trigger thoughts in my mind that I forgot about, which now is one of those times. What happened to that wig I bought you, man, last year? Did I pay? I paid the home girl. I love her. T T C hat. I literally thought about the wig because I was looking for something in my closet. No, you my dog. Oh, I forgot. I even. I'm gonna get the wig installed. You know, you my girl. I have an idea. She got a second location too. I have a. I have an idea of when. I want to get this pink wig installed. Man, we've been talking but about I am going to do it. I'll tell you my idea when we get off the podcast. Carissa sitting up here got two locations. I got one wig and it ain't been on nobody's head yet. <laughs> <laughs> what was the purpose of me buying a wig? Carissa, I blame you. You should have been on top of her making her put the wig on. I 
have been it's had It's a whole year and some change because later. Because what am I doing? Like, what am I doing to just be walking around with a pink wig? I Getting don't sexy. do anything and I don't go anywhere. No matter. The one time I went anywhere, guess what happened? What? I got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go nowhere. Yeah, I got to ask y'all a question too. Do you have like work clothes and then going out clothes and then like lounge clothes? I told one of my coworkers that and they were like, you got work clothes? I'm like, yeah, like, I fresh off work. This is a work shirt. They're like, oh, you got separate clothes for separate things? I'm like, yeah. I feel like that was normal. Is that not, like, you don't have certain things I would never wear to work. Because to me, it's just too fucking fresh. What about you? You, you don't your, have a you job. You mean your current co-workers? Uh, who, did, who did you have a conversation with? It depends on what co-worker you're talking about. I'm just saying in general. Now Let's the type of guys there. you work with now. I'm just saying in general. You know what I'm saying? Do you have a different, I guess, range and category of clothing? Yeah. I think you everybody should, too. should. But I'm saying if you're talking about I know it depends on what other you're people, about. then yeah. Some people somebody, like to wear khaki pants and button downs for every occasion, okay? I told, I told somebody I had a ball, one of my white cover. I forgot who I was talking to. And they were like, a ball? What you mean? Now, that shit was funny. I like, have a ball. They're like, nah, we didn't go to a ball. We went to some, I prom, I can't make this up. They thought I was meant. They thought I meant to go to a ball, like a you mean, formal. You told ball. them to have a ball, like have, have a fun. ball, like yeah, you gonna have a ball. No, 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 we're not gonna have a ball. We're just gonna have a party. That's what's up. And I left it at that because I just too it was too much for me to explain at that point. But anyway, how was your weekend? You talk to me. Luke was fine. It was your birthday. Let's hold on, hold on, hold up. I'm not going to forget this time. It was your birthday. Let's get into it. Come on, girl. I don't have much to say. It was very uneventful. It was. It was very uneventful. I have nothing to report. I did get to go see The Lion King the day after my birthday. That was very exciting. But I have nothing to report on my actual birthday. That's a damn shame. (laughs) People go all out and celebrate every other holiday. But when it comes to their birthday... They don't take the time to big up themselves. Listen, man. What are you talking about, Bear? Everything I wanted to do got canceled. I'm not finna sit here and talk about this again. Everything I wanted to do, I ain't even got my birthday present for him yet. That shit might got canceled too. Need to go look that up. I bought her something. Um, it snowed the day it was supposed to come. And the FedEx guy was like, man, fuck that. I'm not risking my life to deliver you your birthday present. But I got you a birthday cake and some balloons. I did. Did I not? You did. And you still about to complain about that. You know, you can tell when a woman about to complain about, about something, like the way you ever seen the Grinch, how his smile starts hearing it of this. Because the cake. That's how her face because is. Because the cake wasn't like a pre-planned thing. He it got was. up that day and called for a cake and had my sister go pick it up. It's not something that you had already planned. I I literally... That. All I ask for for my birthday every year is a card and some flowers. Couldn't get flowers because I'm not buying flowers from no anybody. If I buy flowers, they come from the home. You literally could have just bought some any kind of flowers. Nope. I'm loyal to the soil. Okay, well, I didn't get the birthday card and I didn't get the flowers, but I got a cake from. Um, what you want me to do, y'all? What? You, what do y'all want me to do? This is the only birthday where it snowed. I can't predict the weather. It was an act of God. But he's Her asking me to like report about my birthday. And I, I'm telling you, I'm trying not birthday. to complain. I just have nothing just, to report. It was, it was, it was I had a, 
a relaxing birthday. I thought I did my thing when I let my nuts hang. I thought I had shit. I thought I made a good. You thought you did your thing doing what? I bought you a cake <laughs> in the snow. Listen to me. I risked it was not life in the snow. And limb to go out and get her a cake. It was not in the snow. Most I of started it had melted this birthday and you didn't shit. even go get it. And this the Alexis went and got it. Who was gonna keep Blake? Alexis! <laughs> I said, let me tell you what I asked him. So Alexis is down. So I said, hey, listen, I think you're gonna pick up this cake for me. Or better yet, I'm about to go pick up this cake because you only got one job and I really can't depend on my sister-in-law. Long story. But I'm like, you got one job. If you want to go pick it up, you can because you want to go to Publix. She was like, can I go do it? And I'm like, all right, cool. Go. And I'll stay here with Blake. That's how the conversation went between she and I. No pun intended. That's how it went. Really want to know. But anyway, let's get down to business, man. I'm not going to bore y'all to death by talking about a bunch of nothing. Let's hit. I got something to talk about. Let's hit the button, man. Let's get to it. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. That's what I want to do. The 80s are back. <laughs> the 80s are back. Listen up. So I just, I thought. I just surpassed what I call in my life gift of getting. It's like a bunch of months, days, and weeks back to back to back to back to back where I have to spend a lot of money on gifts, a whole lot of money on gifts. One of the gifts she's complaining about now hasn't come in yet. I'm not complaining. I just said I have nothing to report. So my thing is now, we talked about this during Christmas, but what I want to do is, fellas, I want to give y'all the heads up. It is January 10th. Now, listen to me now. It's not even my relationship, but it should be. But I'm giving it to you early. Because and due to COVID-19, a lot of restaurants are still under limited capacity. Why don't you go ahead and book your Valentine's Day reservations right now? Go ahead and do it. Even gifts. Go ahead and get a Valentine's Day gift right now. While I was thinking about all of that this week, I'm like, damn, I got one more holiday to surpass. And I'm safe. You got two. Blake doesn't count. Yeah, he does. He files it with the birthdays. Yeah, and it's two, it's Valentine's Day one. and Valentine's Day. I mean, Valentine's Day and his birthdays in yeah. the same month. He's the biggest one, too. So that's crazy. But we're going to talk about that next. Now, I thought about it. For Valentine's Day. Do you spend more on the Valentine's Day gift than the birthday gifts than the Christmas gifts? Which one? Rank those in order of importance for me and all the fellas out there. We don't know. Which one should we go all out on? To me, it's my birthday. <laughs> all right. Like, to me, my birthday is like top tier. So Jesus just don't give a damn, huh? You don't Christmas, give a damn about Jesus' birthday. No, I'm not Whoa, saying that. Oh my God, what? I'm not saying I don't care about Jesus' birthday, but Christmas is for giving to those in need. You the devil. I'm not usually in need of much. Like, I have all that I need. So, even this year for Christmas, he's like, he didn't necessarily <laughs> ask me what I wanted for Christmas, but I literally told him, I said, I literally just want new panties and pajamas. That's literally now That's he went overboard. He bought, I don't know, like 10 pair of panties in a bra, which the panties that I like are not cheap panties. <laughs> Give it up for me. Hold on. I like quality panties. And so 
You know, so he spent a lot of money on what he bought. And then the PJs, he went all out with that, too. I think he bought me like five pair of PJs. Hold up. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> well, if that's if that's what you want, I'm going to at least buy you a lot of it. But he did also buy me a brand of Blackwood. That was the one like surprise. Hold up. That I had. <laughs> So I knew I was I getting know, panties no. and PJs because I specifically asked for that. It's like, bro, if you don't buy the, the the two simple things that I'm asking for, then I just don't even know what to do. But I did like I all said, that though. <laughs> Christmas, yeah, is more so about giving to others in need. Like honestly, if you came to me one year and was like, hey, let's not exchange gifts and let's spend all of our Christmas money on giving to like a shelter or to some other children or some other mm. families, I'll be like, absolutely, let's do it. Let's Sound not exchange idea. gifts this year. Sound like so, the idea of next year to me. I'm to me, down Christmas is not that important. Uh, Valentine's Day, I feel like you should be giving enough during the year to where I don't have to expect a big gift for Valentine's Day. We know that Valentine's Day is a man-made holiday, you know, and it's nice to show but your appreciation gram. to your significant other. But, I mean, front for the gram. But the gram is there. there. Like, the gram is there. It's just, it sets unrealistic expectations. Thank it you. makes people feel like they have to spend more money than what they have to. I feel like it's the thoughtfulness that counts. But if you come like, in the house on Valentine's Day without those roses, your ass is grass. That's the thing. Don't it do doesn't it even yourself. have to necessarily be roses. I feel like it's just more so Tulips, about doing things lilies. that you know she will like. Mm. Just doing things that you know she would like. So say, for instance, you don't want to buy flowers this year, but you know she's been stressed out. Get her a massage. That's a great Valentine's Day gift. It don't even have to be a couple's massage. You get her a massage. Don't play yourself. Include the flowers still, no matter what she says, and get them from my guy. I tell y'all later on who it is. Y'all know Glenn. I talk about him all the time on here. Um, And... Me and Bear go back and forth about cards all the time because I like cards. But if you're just going to sign your name on it, I don't want it. I like messages in my cards. I love cards. But like I said, if you're going to buy a card and just sign your name in it, I don't want it. Because it doesn't mean anything. It's a waste of paper. So I want to hear your words. I want to see some words. So what's the reason that I'm buying a card that has a message, a thoughtful message already in it. If I go buy her a card, I'm going to spend a lot of time opening them up. Okay, so quite right frankly, one. because I care about the words, you don't have to buy the card. You can write me a letter. Ooh, now we talking. I might do that because I am a writer. I get busy with that pen. So, like I said, people... <laughs> I feel like people be acting like they just all of a sudden don't know they don't. what the person, like what your significant other likes. Like when I told, when I just said, you right, Bear, you right. all I want is a birthday card. Beard knows that. Yep. yep. And I ain't say anything about it because I'm like, we've been in this 12 years now and he still don't know Listen, that at the very least I want a birthday card. I couldn't get out in the snow. I'm not going to try. To risk it all for a birthday card. So let me tell Should you. Should I have written one? Let me tell you this. So, tell you this. so <laughs> the day before my birthday, mind y'all, we've been in the house. So we just been in the house for a long time. Like 
between like quarantine and then we got hit, you know, with with the snow. We've had a really long break over in our house. Like we have had a solid three week break. And so we haven't eaten out that much. Like I've been cooking. Vera has been cooking. Thought you meant eating out in another way. (sighs) Go ahead. It was the day before my birthday, and I had already planned to cook because I had been to the store and I was gonna cook some chicken wings. You did? Shit, I ain't know. And he was like, Well, you don't gotta cook since this is the night before your birthday. I think he was kind of feeling bad since everything that I wanted to do had, you know, I, I couldn't do it. I have empathy for and you. And he was like, Well, I'll cook some with, like, I'll get some food. What you wanna eat? And I was like, I really want some French toast. So like I wanted breakfast for dinner So he did He went to Publix He got the French toast He got got the turkey bacon I asked for strawberries With powdered sugar on top Like he he did it So in my head I'm like well shit He went to Kroger the night I mean he went to Publix The (laughs) night before my birthday Uh, Why didn't he get a card then? Let me tell you right now So at this point It's just down to like Excuses to me If you're not in Nashville If you're not in like The Tennessee area A lot of y'all not when it snows here, people go crazy. They lose their minds. If I was going to Publix, I'm trying to get the hell in and the hell out. I'm not trying to do extra. I had a list and I had a mission. Y'all know me by now. If you've been listening to the podcast for a certain amount of time, you also know I don't know where shit is in the grocery store. Every time I'm in there, it's like a treasure hunt. I don't know if I'm going to find it or not, but somehow I always pull it off. So with all that being said, I was trying to get in and get out. And then on top of that, people sliding all off the road, sliding in the parking lot. I'm just trying to get back home to my family, man. I'll get you a card. I got her a card on anniversary. anniversary. No. <laughs> I got her a birth uh, anniversary card and I gave it to her. She opened it up, smiled, and laid it down. No. What kind when of, what? we were in San Francisco, what? we both what? forgot to get cards before we left Nashville. So on our anniversary, it's crazy because we went into two separate places that had cards. So we were just kind of out exploring San Francisco. So we end up going to, I don't know, some, where do we go? I'm trying to see trinket we went first. Shop. Okay, so, a, yeah. yeah, so we went to some little trinket pl- shop. It just had a bunch of like random novelty stuff in there. A novelty store. Yeah, and. Um, that is. He. <laughs> When he was like, oh shit, look at what I'm doing. I'm so buy, yeah, he yeah. buys a card, puts it up, and he was like, I'm gonna give it to you later. Fine. So later on, you know, it's when we went to the, when we did wine tasting, they, the guy told us about some little area that had just a bunch of little shops. Mm-hmm. And so in the process of us going through these shops, we come across a cute little bookstore. And guess what the bookstore had? cards so i then bought barrett's card from that store so i was like okay we'll just exchange them later we did not exchange the cards we forgot we forgot (laughs) we both forgot to exchange the cards and um he's talking about my reaction to the card so we had this i was gonna let y'all in oh it's a lot going on over here okay so 
Say we it, went girl. to San Francisco. Yeah. Everything was good. Yeah. The week of Thanksgiving rolled around. Yeah. Everything was good. And then the day after Thanksgiving, everything just hit the fan. Like, we got into a horrible argument. We were fighting. Not, and not, not fighting. We were arguing. It was not cute. So, I'm just going to leave that there. So, that argument is what prompted us to try therapy again because it was like, we, whatever this is, we, we can't keep this. this it this was can't, wild. This can't exist. And it was on both parts. Like, we was both like, be done. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. And we've talked about it before, but that's the, also some, something else that we're working through in therapy. Like, not saying that you're going to get a divorce and, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But this one argument triggered so much other stuff that had been going on in our relationship that I, and I've never been like this done, but I was done. <laughs> and so... When it gets tragic, we're done. We go back to, we, we go back to therapy and he gives me the card after therapy. Like it was like a day or so. Probably so. Cause I found I I lost the card, and it was in my backpack, um, and I ran across it, and I gave it to her. And <laughs> I'm still. It's like I don't. We get had it. this argument, and we on. had the first therapy session. Right. And even After in the, the therapy, therapy session, session, I'm super apprehensive. Yeah, He's trying crazy. to go back to normal, and I'm just it's not crazy ready to me. Like, I'm just not there yet. I'm not trying to talk so, to him, really. Boy, like, I wasn't trying to do any of that. That's the wildest and shit And so ever. then he gives me an anniversary card. And it says something crazy like, let's have sex. It said, happy anniversary, and so, <laughs> let's have sex. And to me, it was just like, this would have been cute had you given it to me in San Francisco. <clears throat> When I was ready to have sex, like, <laughs> like, because we were in San Francisco, our anniversary trip was beautiful. We had the most amazing time in San Francisco, and so to me, it just kind of shows how like the enemy will like kind of attack your marriage from the inside out. Because and to be honest, we had been in a great space. We had been in a great space, and like I said, this one argument. Just triggered like every single thing that we had ever been through I'm gonna tell y'all in our relationship. Back. I'm gonna tell y'all what episodes, just to be honest. I'm gonna tell y'all what episode to go back and listen to. Go back and listen to, I think it was episode like 192. It was either episode 192 or 193 or 194. Go back and listen to one of those episodes. Go back and watch and look at her. Just go back and watch it. Somebody wrote a comment about it. It was so bad. And I had to delete the comment. I'm like, no, nah, I can't let you talk about my wife like that. We mad at each other. That's why she's sitting there with the damn clay face. So the whole that is also, so granted, I Go did, look at the episode on YouTube. Stop this episode and go to that one. And then come back to us. Well, if you go tell them to do that, you got to tell them exactly which one to go to. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know I can find which one it was because it's not have. very many videos Oh, it nah, it's, not. it's not on the... Oh, you talking about on the podcast page? Yeah. I said the YouTube video. Oh, this is my wait. Page. Um, hold on, y'all. Let me see. 
It's telling the date. He doesn't have the episode, but it was so December if December fifteenth. December fifteenth. That means it was released. December fifth. I probably can tell December fourteenth. So go back to the episode that was released on December fourteenth. And it was episode um, one ninety three, probably. But there was also the episode that I said that I was taking a break from the podcast. <laughs> so. <laughs> Granted, I did have a lot going on. I was feeling super overwhelmed by Pilates. And quite frankly, I just have not been the same since my grandmother passed away in September. And so I was just like, this is just too much. It's too much. And so we we got into that argument and I kept telling him, I was like, you know, the podcast is fine. But I'm not going to keep doing it with you and we're in this space. Because I can't keep sitting over here and everybody just think you got this stale-faced-ass wife. And it's... Not see? the case. It's just we're in a really bad space right now. But see, I know how to come on the episode, conduct myself in the house. If we have an argument and something happens and we agree to table the conversation and come back to it or take a step back and we mad, I'm still not going to treat her no different. I mean, I'm going to be a little upset. I'm going to be a little standoffish. But at the end of the day, she's still my girl. And, you know, I'm going to try to hold it down, whatever she want to do. Not her. My girl carries a grudge like a goddamn Erica Badu had them bags on that song bag lady in that video. You carry a grudge like nobody's business. And we talked about that in their therapy session, too. So, little known fact, too. Guess whose idea was to go to therapy? Yes. Because like I said, I was done. <laughs> I was done. We were both done. Like, no, like you just like, I was like, at me. this point. And that's why she found that dude. That's why she know that dude, which I'm <laughs> telling you, I knew it. Let me tell y'all. So when we were going through an argument, I said, okay, all right. Well, we both finna be done. Well, let's be done then, damn it. And she was like, all right, cool. At that moment, when she said, all right, cool, and she said it so freely, I said, hold up. <laughs> Somebody else is ready to step in, huh? Thought about that. Okay, you ready? You so freely ready to give up on me? <laughs> Must be another nigga out there in the wings waiting. And I think it is. And now it don't gotta be an African American, maybe a Caucasian. Whatever the case is, <laughs> yeah, somebody's out there in the wings waiting what for the hell me he's to talking slip about. up. There's nobody that I have been like actively yeah, talking to. I saw this smile. Here's the not thing. actively talking to. I don't, I, I'm thing. not saying she's cheating on me, y'all. Hold up. Here's the thing. <laughs> I have never in all of my years of dating been a cheater. Like, I just don't, do not you have this shit on me. in me. You cheated on me. I did not. India. Barry, you were still messing around with your ex. You went to so sticks. So since you were still messing around your ex, with your ex, I went and messed around with my ex. That's all it was. We was talking to, to each other's exes, and that's what it was. I he wanted to take me out on a date. We went on a date. Go ahead and get done with your story. And you was doing way more than dating. So I don't want to hear it. Who are you talking to? Must yeah. be a ghost in here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, ghost. I got a question about that too, but keep going. So, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> got off track, then you still face. That is why <laughs> I, that is another reason why I also decided to take a step back from the podcast for the rest of December because I was like, we're going to have to figure out what we're doing. To me, I w- and I've always been very vocal about this to him, mm-hmm. I cannot record a podcast if we are not in a good space. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it's fake. I feel like a lot of people listen to us because of our 
Vulnerability. Vulnerability. I thought my tongue was fat. Damn, juicy tongue. I feel like people listen to us because we're honest. Yeah. And to me, it would be one of those situations where we both got on here and smiled and then we broke up and everybody would be like, oh my gosh, but they look like they're doing so good. I'm just but so we telling shocked. y'all. We telling y'all but, though. But I can't, and I also tell him this, I can't tell y'all anything or let y'all into anything until after I'm past it. But she does say that all the time. I'd be so ready to come on here and spill the beans. We're almost two months into therapy and now yeah. I feel like I can talk about it. The crazy part about therapy is too, so let listen, all right. Transparent. I didn't even expect to talk about this right now. I got a lot of shit to talk about. But I'll touch on this real fast. The crazy part about therapy, man, I was like, man, we just about to be done. I had a new name for the podcast and everything. We just about to be done. <laughs> Can I tell you the name? What? I got divorced. Is it my fault? That, <laughs> <That's> was, <laughs> that was the name of the pod. I got divorced. Is it my fault? Anyway, um, I, I said, man, let me go find a therapist. And y'all know below, I want a black person to be my therapist. Not necessarily, but I just feel like they can relate to the homie. So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm on his website. I'll give you the website later when I remember it. Psychology.com or Psychology, Psychology Today. Today. Psychology Today. So I'm looking at people. I type in my issues or whatever. And I put my messages urgent. And I'm like, hey, man, I need somebody to help us today. Preferably today. Because if we don't get help today, I don't think we're going to last tomorrow. I went so far as to Googling divorce papers and how to fill them out without paying a lot of money. I'm cheap. <laughs> so I've tried to figure this shit out. Anyway, I found And I'm thing. looking up all the things. I'm like divorce lawyer. I know somebody that's already see, went through see, a divorce. Look, 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 see what I'm Let saying? me figure out see, you know, how we're she doing. She looking this. up a divorce lawyer. Bear, because we have a, because we have a kid. Cool, am, because we have word. a kid, we wouldn't be able to file the simple divorce papers. Yes, we would have. I no, we wouldn't. Already. No, we wouldn't. We had to just do the custody thing, but the divorce papers would be. Yeah, the same. so we was gonna have to have a lawyer and all that thing. So anyway. we, we, I guess we both sitting there looking, looking look stuff Googling. up because, I, we, like we, I said. Again, he he likes to... And before y'all get to speculating about what the argument was about, I can't even remember. I can vaguely remember what it was about, but it wasn't even big. Oh, no, I can remember. I can remember every detail of the argument. But, see, uh, see, see, like, I, I, once it's over, it's done. I just forget. But I, I, but I do know, like, certain stuff. But anyway... All that to be said, when I went on there, I found uh, my man JM, and I found him. And the reason why I went with him is because he had a video. Like, everybody else has had, like, the regular run of the mill telling you what they offer in therapy. My boy Jay Justin is his name. Justin, Mr. Mickelson. Yeah, ju- no, it's Justin Mickles. He Mickles. is based out of Clarksville. We do all of our sessions uh, via telehealth. Telehealth. And it works out great. We and it was have hilarious. our sessions at 8 a.m. in Hold the morning up. before he goes to work. Hold up, though. It was hilarious, our first session. Because I didn't know it was going to be a biblical therapist. Lord have mercy. Now, now, now listen. This is the part that tickled me. This is the part that tickled me. Because I know. First of all, anybody that talks about the Bible, he calls them Bible thumpers. Okay? Holier than thou. Holy rollers. When he, when the guy started, when uh, Mr. Mickle started talking, and he's like... (laughs) I'm a Christian-based therapist. 
Um, I center my practice around the word of God. I think he he may be even. Um, I think he a preacher. Cuz cold though. I ain't gonna hold y'all. That nigga the truth. So we're going through our first. Mr. Mickles is the truth. So. Yeah, we're going through our first session, and he's like, he's tying everything back to God. And Bro, mind you, you I the- still have an attitude, but my mind is blown because I'm like, I know good and well this nigga didn't intentionally find a therapist. Hey, she thought I was on. She was thought like, I she was like, ooh. And I'm like, there's like one friend that I talked to about this kind of stuff, and I was like. He went and found a Christian-based therapist. Bible make the booty go. Like, <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, that's so good. And I'm like, ain't no way he intentionally found it. I was like, he, he was couldn't have known. He couldn't a, have known. I didn't. It was a pleasant mistake, but it was a good mistake nonetheless. That was all God. I'm telling you, <laughs> that was 100% God's work because had I felt like had Mr. Mickles led with that, Bear would have went the other way. What? He would have tried to find somebody else. What? Would I? And listen, it, the funniest part of the whole first session, right? He telling us, we talking back and forth, and he's talking about like, you know, the problems that y'all going through, there's a manual for these problems. <laughs> and y'all know me by now. I'm like, well, man, listen. If it's a manual, let's go ahead and end the monotony and give me the manual now. He said, you got it. Straight. Just like, straight. You got it. What you mean I got it? It's the Bible. Man, he laughed so hard. Then he started laughing. Indy over here. The only time she laughed right then at that point of the whole first session. I said, okay, I see what this is about to be. The man had me reading the whole Genesis Bible. That was our homework. After the first session, he said, I want y'all to read Genesis together. To figure Did we out read why it God... together? No. No. Because you were still mad. We read it I separately. I tried. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did I, did I not try to? He did. But I didn't. Yeah. I, was so, I was still so angry that I didn't even want to sit next to him to read the Bible. That's how angry I was. And so... You don't know we what read it separately, from. and then we had a couple conversations. Like as I started to come around, because I've never read the full book of Genesis, and I was like, a lot of incest. People are fucked up. A lot of incest didn't make me feel comfortable. Didn't make me feel comfortable in that book of the Bible. And but I was that's like, okay. okay. Need to talk All to Bradshaw right. about that. Let me call Bradshaw. Talk so um, we did that, and then the second session we came back. And we had to talk about it. And then he he did a really good job of relating it to our marriage. And it, yeah, it's like yeah. he comes in, throws, he don't throw Bible verses out there. Like he, he ain't does. just spitting Bible verses. But the way that he talks to us, he always ties it back to God in the Bible. And then he always give us homework to make us go read the Bible. So then my next question was to India. She woke up. Shout what to Jay- we reading? First Corinthians yeah, chapter 13. I'm already in that thing. Knee deep. And shout out to JP and Meredith. Um, because India woke up probably about two Sundays ago and like, you want to go to church? Uh, stop the presses. I go to therapy and we talk about the Bible. That's all the church I need. Now she wants me to come to church and praise and worship. I'm like, why do I need to do all that when I got my man, Mr. Mickles here pulling me? He give me, a, he give me, he pouring into my soul. Based on what he's saying, he is not following what Mr. Mickles has suggested <laughs> him to do. Okay. Cause he's pouring into me and I got to pour into my queen. Needless to say, 
We in therapy again, and it's biblical based, and it's hilarious, but it's great. I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I sometimes you don't know what you're getting yourself in. I give you another example. You don't know what you're getting yourself into is almost the same thing as when you're singing a song and you love the song, right? But you don't know the words. I just mentioned the song a minute ago. Um, India bought me a great gift for my morning routine. She bought me a speaker that can go in the shower. So I wake up or I'm getting ready. I smack that speaker on the um on the shower and it get wet, but it still plays nice, full song. And it's giving me a good full sound. Man, I'm in the shower the other day singing one of my favorite songs. Don't judge me right now. Jasmine Sullivan, Tragic. I'm like, boom. I'm just singing to the top of my lungs. All of a sudden, I stop in the shower. I got out and I said, India. Do you realize what this song is saying? And she said, yeah. I said, how do you know? What, what is it saying? And she said that it's saying when your dick is tragic. Mind you, I've been going around a lot of males humming this song as well. i give y'all an example. When JP and Alex came and we recorded the podcast, you know what song I was playing before they got? <laughs> I was playing that song. So great song. But the words are a little bit off and I can't sing it out loud anymore. Same thing. It's a pleasant mistake when I found a therapist. A pleasant mistake. And I like that. I will say this. Um, <laughs> in marriage, sometimes you you have to know when it's time to surrender. Yes, you do. Because uh, uh, sometimes the arguments and the going back and forth is just not worth it. So mm -mm. I feel like it... it in this moment, it was like, all right, we're both throwing in the towel. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, literally, the only thing that was going to make this work is was for God to step into it. Because uh -huh. we, were out of, we were out of things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we were out of things to do. We were out of ideas. And, and I'll tell y'all something else, too, that came right on time for me. It's like, man, divine intervention stepped in out of nowhere. The therapist came in, and then this is the... This is when I got knee deep in Will Smith's book. And it's a chapter, I think like chapter, I want to say like maybe eight through 13. He's talking about marriage and love. And at that point, I needed that. Like I needed that. He said one line that I always knew that everybody knows. And I want to talk about it on another episode. But marriage is hard. It's, it's the only thing he said. One, He paused. He said, marriage is hard. He let it breathe like that. And then he went to tell, like, why? Man, the Will Smith book, the Bible, then Will Smith book. <laughs> that's all you need for a healthy marriage. That's it. That's what, that's what Mr. Nichols said. But anyway, give it up for therapy, man. Hold up. So, we still, to me, I feel like we're probably going to need, like, at least six months. <laughs> Uh, so we're in month two mm -hmm. right now, and I feel like we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, but I think it's an ongoing thing too. I, you know, six months high. I feel like however long it takes to um just to see it, just to see it through, because I like him, and also I like what he's bringing just beside therapy. Like I said, I like when people are elevating and teaching me things that I never would have like learned. I read the Bible. I can read the Bible and tell you different things about the Bible. But when somebody's actually making you sit and read and then come back and talk about it in a deeper, 
more thought out format. Man, I got embarrassed so many times. I was like, man, I don't, I don't know. I just I said, I don't know, man. You just got to tell me. It's almost like a little, it's almost like a mini Bible study every time we go. And I feel like this is the first time we've ever been in this space in our marriage. Yeah. Um, it was written. That's to be in a space saying. to be, I guess, consistently talking about God together. Yeah. Like that's, that part has never existed. I've always wanted that to exist within our marriage. And when I would bring it up in the past, I feel like Barry would always reject it. And so I knew that he had to experience it in a way that was comfortable to him. Like we don't belong to a church home in Nashville because we've experienced so many churches in Nashville. And I know that we're not going to be able to, to join one until we both like it. And so there's been churches where he likes that I don't like. Yep. And there's been churches that I've loved. And he was like, no. And so I don't try to force that on him. I let God deal with him. And I think that that's what you should do in all aspects of your marriage. Like you can't change people. Fresh out of Advil. Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. you. you I mean, you just <laughs> can't. So it's. And I remember growing up, like, my mom always wanting, like, my dad to go to church and him, like, never going. And so a lot of times I grew up going to church with just my mom and my siblings. And so I don't necessarily want that for me. Like, mm. I know that he's not going to stop me from going to church, but I would like to find a space where we both feel comfortable so that we can worship together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's that's what's. <laughs> I didn't know she was going on I, right now. <laughs> I'm not even going like try to get into everything I want to talk about because I didn't know she was going to come on here and tell you guys that we have been going to therapy. But I appreciate you. For, I mean, I've been. Well, I briefly said it. I briefly said it last then, week, but I didn't go into right. You know why. We're in therapy. Let me ask you a question then. So even if we get past, like you said, the six-month portion to where you feel like it's adequate enough that we've done enough, do you still want to continue to go to therapy? Do you still want to like maybe go not as much, but still go? Yeah, it's Is like it a maintenance you, thing. Like maybe we drop go. down to once a month or once every two mm -hmm. months or something like that. But I know we still got a lot of work to do because part of the like one of the biggest issues in our marriage is that because of how we've dealt with disagreements over the years, it's like I'll have a disagreement and he has always walked off in the middle of me talking. And so it has caused me to shut down to the point where a lot of times if I feel like I have an issue, I'll just keep it in. Yeah. And so that's what we're working through in therapy now. He was like, y'all got to start having these conversations. See what he said. And so what was the, the, the biggest takeaway that we got from the last session was that I feel disregarded. He said you got to connect at a heart level. He said everything that y'all doing is all wrong, basically. Yeah, everything that you're doing right now is all wrong because she felt disregarded. And I'm trying to fix it on a surface level. Instead of connecting with her on a heart level. And the way he explained it is a lot better than even I'm about to attempt to try. So I'm not going to do it. Just figure it out. Well, so he's, he said that a lot of times in marriage, the woman is fully invested in the man. That's what he said. And the man is fully invested in his work because yeah. he's trying to provide, which then feels 
which then leaves the wife feeling like she's disregarded. And so that's exactly how I have been feeling because I'm like, we don't connect in on any other level because <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead and say it. Are so you here we, now? We brought up, so the first session she's we here. brought up um, him saying that we don't have sex enough. And so I then circled back and was like. <laughs> I see y'all laughing at me right now. Stop laughing. I then circled back and said, well, it's not that I don't necessarily want to have sex with you, but I can't have sex with you because I don't feel emotionally connected to you. And I can't fully, like, I can't just have sex with you because we're not connected in any other way. Yeah. And so that's when, that was the first session. So we didn't start talking about, Man, like, why I felt crazy like stuff. that. And the whole first session was so, I didn't even know this is a lot of stuff. So <laughs> we didn't get down to the fact that One I was feeling disregarded into the third session. So yeah. it's like each session we're kind of like gradually peeling back. I got to book the next one after these, we get out. Um, layers <laughs> as to, you know, like what we're going through. Um, And so as far as like me feeling disregarded, he was like, when you have disagreements, y'all have to sit in that space and talk about it. And so he was like, every time you have an issue, if you feel disregarded. I got notes. Every time, then you need to tell him that every time so that he can get used to hearing it. And so even after he said that, something came up where I felt disregarded and I still couldn't force the words out of my mouth to tell him <laughs> That I felt disregarded. See so what I'm saying? It did. And I asked her to. And let me tell you, I'm so studious, right? I am. I'm a student of everything that I do. When it came about, and I knew it was coming. I forgot what it was. I hope you remember because I'm going to bring it up. I asked her exactly what Mr. J told me to ask you. And you know what you did to me? Nothing. <laughs> I'm like, N-. And then I brought something up early. I took a shot. Later on that evening. He did. He did. I can admit it. Let's stay calm. I got it from here. Yay, damn. Later on that evening, we had a disagreement about something small. It's like, it's it's the most trivial items that we have a disagreement about, but they just become big. And I said, you know what? You don't learn nothing from therapy, do you? Nigga, you don't learn nothing either. No, that's not what he said. He said, he said. He said, are you even are you even listening in therapy? I and said. I said, are you listening in therapy? Because in my head, I'm like, if you were listening, you would know that I feel disregarded right now. But when I tried to present the when I tried to present the message and pull it out of her, nothing. I'm like, listen, man, all right. She just she she's not getting, it's not breaking through because she is by far the most stubborn person I've ever seen. Are known in my life. And you can take that to the bank on FanDuel. I'm not even kids. bothered by him saying that. Because you know but I'm right. at the end of the day. You know I'm right, Queen. I feel like we've been through so much in our yeah. relationship. That it's never going to be an overnight change. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's just a lot of stuff that, I, like I said, I didn't know how she felt. And I don't think she knows how I feel about certain things. And it's just good to have a mediator third party there to kind of like help you navigate through the through the layers of BS that you so long been covering up. So there it is, man. Unpacking Therapy. That's the name of this episode. Unpacking Therapy. Give it up one time for yourself. 
I'm going to hit the button and talk about, I'm going to try to keep it here and talk about something that everybody should know. Kick it! Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Now, this week, B-Love's relationship is brought to you by Unbearable Clothing. I had my unbearable hat on last week. I'm not wearing it right now, but it's always in my heart and in my soul. If you need some clothes, go out to Unbearable. Extra nice, extra fresh, extra. Give you everything you need. Unbearable apparel. Follow them right now on Instagram. Just hit me up and ask me where you can get it, and I'll let you know. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, my relationship this week goes out to everybody. All right, here we go. India touched on something a minute ago about what we learned in therapy. And I was talking to one of my friends on Instagram earlier today, and they were telling me about an issue that she was going through with her husband. And I don't want to speak out of term, but I felt like the main reason for their issue is because he has a job to where he works overnight and he sleeps so much during the day, but that's the only time that they can communicate with each other during the, during the day because they have different schedules. What I suggested to her, I didn't write this, but I am going to write it. Um, I think that there is no job out there right now that's more important than your family, and this is how I'm giving it up. I feel like you always have to put your family first, and when your job starts affecting you in the household and affecting your happiness and your well-being, you can find another job. I promise you can. Um, so I feel like that's the biggest thing that some people have to look at. Is your job making you happy? Is your job providing you stability? Um, can you find another job, a better job, or a job equivalent to this one is going to give you better flexibility to be at home with your family. So my relationship is simple as that. Don't let your job get in the way or in the middle of you being a good spouse. Hell, it could be a wife or a husband. If she was a nurse, I'd be in love if you were a nurse, but you would have crazy hours. But I would still love it. Hell yeah, make that damn money. Oh, respiratory therapy. Shout out to Brilly. Give it up one time. <laughs> Really been traveling all over the world. Really been traveling. But guess what? Really been living her life. Really, you let me borrow five dollars. How much money you get? Let me borrow five dollars. <laughs> if you were doing that, I would be okay with that. So you got, you have to ask your significant other. Do they two. have children? Yeah, two. Ooh. But they're older. But you have to ask your significant other, like, would you mind me finding another job, or is? This job that important to us as a collective that you want me to stay in this particular job. So when Blake gets older. Talk about it. I don't want him to ever feel like his parents weren't there. Mm -mm. I don't want him to ever feel like we weren't at home enough because we don't realize that until we're older. Right. Like, wow, my daddy really was barely at home. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like, he Yo. was there for dinner time, but I, you know, we didn't really hang out a lot. So, I don't want him to ever feel like that. Mm -hmm. And so, a lot of times I pray that we always have the flexibility to where he, when he's in school, we can show up for him. I'm telling you, man, there's nothing more important. Listen. And not just mom. Yeah. Not just mom. 
Dad too. These jobs will let your black ass go in an eye blink. But you will stick around, let them do anything. I told her that a long time ago. I said it's it's funny to me how you can come home upset and just I ask you to do something, you don't do it because you mad at something that you mad at something that somebody did to you at your job. Now, take that same scenario. You mad at somebody at your job, but if your boss asks you to do something, you're gonna do it without hesitation. But I can't ask you a simple thing. And that's crazy to me. Not for you. No, right now you ain't got no job. But you got a job, Pilates. Big mommy Pilates. Uh, but all I'm saying is that we have to differentiate between home and work and what makes sense for you and your family. But don't let your job come in between you and your woman, man. That is all I got. Are you ready? I was going to say a brief thing. I feel like she also ready. with the job thing, it ties back to what we talked about in therapy where the wife is invested in the husband mm-hmm. and the husband is invested in his work. Mm-hmm. And so to him, he's probably thinking like, well, I have to provide. Because I got to get these bills yeah. off, baby. I, if, listen, if I ain't working, these bills ain't getting paid. And if these bills ain't getting paid, we ain't going to have a house. Yeah. However, I don't think people realize like... Going back to God, God will grant you the desires of your heart. If you like want another opportunity, all you gotta do is go search for it and it'll find you. Oh, I'm about to go search tonight. Anytime, <laughs> like I've even seen this with Barry. Like, he's like, Okay, well, you're still standing at home. I gotta find a job to make more money to support y'all. I've literally seen Barry go out and find a job and make more money. Twice. I'm a hustler. It's one thing about me. Just know, and when it comes down to figuring shit out for my family, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> Whatever's going to make us comfortable as a unit, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go the extra mile to get it done. So, listen, man, figure out what works best for you and your household. Who am I to judge? I'm not living with you, but figure it out. Make sure it's something that you want to do, and then stand ten toes in it. That is India. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Let's hit the button. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? WWID. What would India do? Kick it. Well, normally when I do these, they kind of tie into what we've talked about in the episode, but this ain't got nothing to do with nothing we've talked about. It's actually shit. pretty bizarre. So, <laughs> please do not judge me. Mm. I know in my community, I am the lowest of the low. Ooh. I am an escort slash prostitute. I pay one? all the taxes required for self-employed people. What's up? I have been seeing my boyfriend for around six months. A little history of how I became one. When I finished school, I had no, I, basically I couldn't find a job. I got on a cooking apprenticeship, and while I was doing that, I needed money. A friend introduced me to escorting, and well, I started earning good money. Come on, queen. Dropped off my cooking course and been doing this for 10 years. Cooking up that butt. The majority of clients are lovely slash nice, but Mm. some, well, some when they come around have raped me or beat me up. Oh, okay. The police don't care. They see it as a risk of what I do. 
I met my current boyfriend on a night out. Got a question. He just knows I'm a personal assistant. I've fallen for him, though, and he has fallen for me, but not knowing the whole truth. Mm -mm. I want to come clean, but I am really scared of telling him in case he dumps me and tells me he never wants to speak to me again. Mm -mm. My boyfriend is an airline captain, so it's unlikely he will say, here is blank, she's a prostitute. (laughs) I think he will just dump me and... (laughs) I get myself worked up over it. I'm looking at giving up this line of work and getting a normal job, but I need help telling my boyfriend. Please help. It's a couple things wrong with this. Um, Okay, so first of all, this young lady is 29 years old. Okay, so the way that our generation is living, I have been proven time and time again that it is never too late to start something else. Mm, you ain't lying. If you are making such a good living prostituting, you can take a chunk of that cash and go enroll in something. Right. Go do something. Go learn a skill other than selling ass. And no judgment here. That's a good skill. But to when have, you though. said that you've been raped and beat up, that's my question. It ain't nothing worth it that to was, me at that point. That was my question. So. If you just freely giving ass and, you know, they just loving on you and paying you good, fine. But if you getting raped and beat up, not okay. Not, yet. not, 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 not a, a dime worth that. Mm-mm. Secondly, if you're a prostitute, that means you're probably fucking and sucking on a lot of people. Which means <laughs> that is not, not okay this. for the guy that you're dating. Mm. It is unsafe for him to not know. What you're out here doing in these streets? Do, 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 do real quick question. Do they have STD tests like COVID tests? You can get the rapid results. Uh, probably not. Okay, keep going. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. I wouldn't imagine so. Get the rapid results, like swab your nose and come back negative or positive for like STD. So I understand you like this guy, but you six months in, you should have told him a long yeah. time ago, because. I'm breaking off for you, breaking up with you off the simple fact that you've been lying to me and you've been fucking and sucking other niggas. We and don't know back that though. What do you mean you don't I don't know that? Wait, she's wait, a mean, prostitute. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but boy. She said she's an escort slash prostitute. Prostitution is sex for cash. Listen, if she's taking those same tricks that she's doing with these tricks. And elevating them with her boyfriend, he's in heaven right now. He doesn't care about that. You should tell him and see what he says. Tell him and add, tell him, tell him. And we're in a panorama. Tell him and give and him I'm a decision. Him what you exposing me to? Tell him and give him a decision. Let him let him decide. Hey, listen, I was nervous to tell you what my real occupation was. I'm a sex worker. Um, if you want to be with me, cool. If you don't, I understand. But also, I had another question. I think that you, you should go into this thinking that he's probably going to leave. Um, I don't know. But I want better for you. I, I want better for be, you. She might. This might be okay for her. You don't know no. sex workers, man. She's 29, so she's been doing it since she was 19. I want better for her when it comes to it's the time part for she a vaginal said. When she talking about... <laughs> She talking about getting beat up and rape. I'm not even the vaginal steam part, not the beat up and rape part. <laughs> she talking about getting beat up and rape. I want better for her for that. And my question is, with all seriousness, if you're a sex worker and you're paying your taxes as such, 
can you also get insurance on your body? I ask that question because basketball players and football players, they can get insurance on their leg and their arm and stuff like that. Can you get insurance um, on a body part like a vagina? I don't think that counts for prostitution. I just need to know. Something I want to know. Do people who film porn have insurance on their vaginas? Oh, I probably would err on the side of saying yes. Is that not just health insurance? Is uh, that not just health insurance? I don't know. What if your vagina gets broken? Man, there's some weird shit going on out here, man. Somebody try to stick some like a Hennessy bottle in your vagina. See what I'm Listen, saying? That's, that's above me. See what I'm <laughs> saying? Above me. So anyway, what um, would you do, man? What's up? Are you telling the guy? I would tell him. Absolutely. You need to tell that man. There it is. Tell him and let him decide. I agree. Now tell him and wherever the chips lay, that's where they lay. You got to, that's your bed, sleep in it. There it is. I'm going to start bumping your segments up a little longer. They be good. Some of the stuff you find is good. They should have went a little longer. Anyway, India, tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. What's all I got? Oh, she did her thing. I think I'm in a space to plan something else. Give it up. So I'm trying to put something together for International Women's Day. Okay. Either either International Women's Day or just like Women's History Month in general. Women's History Month is in March. So time is ticking. I have enough time to play at a smaller event like that. Okay. Um. So yeah. So go ahead and follow. She did her thing because I'll start posting updates on there soon. Yeah. And what are you finna say? We're telling where they can find me. You slumbering oh, and stumbling. Find me at B Love nineteen eleven on all social platforms. Be sure to follow. She and our podcast on Instagram. Hit us up. DM us. Leave us an email at she. And I podcast at gmail.com. We love to to hear from you. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go to Apple. Leave us a review. Five stars. And if you don't want to leave five stars, it ain't for you. Just don't leave shit. (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Don't be a Karen. You know what I mean? Anyway, hey, man, thank y'all for tuning in. We got to let gratitude be our attitude. And in the meantime, in between time, it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I